When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. intellectual capabilities of Ultron are a state of mind. You know, what is peace? What is this peace that the U.S. government, the world, seeks today? Ultron is a superior intelligent being who's trying to solve the big problems of the world. And sometimes he, like most of us, gets carried away. And other times, he drinks the maker's mark, you might call it, of the universe that is the Tesseract-like ability of big words that I am using right now. I think you and I should join in that quest and have a just a little dabble, just a little of whiskey, a moderate, a moderate dabble. I suggest we first of bourbon clink glasses. Well, well yes, that is tradition, and then drink the whiskey down the hatch. Here it goes. Oh, mama. Oh. Ooh. That woke me up. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay, right. we're back, guys. This is Blockbuster Ooh. Mentality. In case you haven't... Tra- if you're still here with us, we got into an NPR mode there. Oh, my goodness. Wow, we are talking Age of Ultron tonight because we are... Wow, I'm slipping back into it. D- d- oh. This oh, is Blockbuster oh, Mentality. Do you need more fuel? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, why, why don't you tell the people who you are? I am Davo. I am Ben Secord. And welcome to Blockbuster Mentality. As we spoke about last show, Dave. All right, let's get out of this. What's uh, <laughs> so Age of Ultron? Is I uh, the movie in which we are discussing on the, the show. Yeah, but why are we talking about this movie? Because we just did the Avengers episode, and Age of Ultron is the next one. And after that, within. One week of this uh, release of this episode, I guess. Yeah, the or, release of this episode, it will be... We're actually, having, this week. Yeah. At the time <laughs> of this recording, it's two weeks. The release we're, day of this episode, I think it's the week Avengers comes out. That was, we record that was no in advance. That was no help at all. <laughs> that was <just> <laughs> Avengers comes out April 27th. Right, and this should be the Monday before that. Infinity War. That is, is a short way of saying that? Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for You're keeping welcome. me in line. But before we get to that, Dave, yeah. you, you don't like Yingling? Um, I'm sort of, I'm sort of not there on Yingling. I think Yingling kind of has a syrupy taste. It's I'm in kind a can. A, I'm kind of a white can Miller Lite kind of guy. Really? Yeah, I've, I've, I've migrated to the Miller. Well, I'm doing, I'm doing the low carb thing. I've actually been low carb for a number of years now. I haven't had a carb in six years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I wish. Yeah, from Step Brothers. Yeah. yeah, great. Do you Adam have a, Scott. Oh, do you have a six pack? I. Do Neat. not have a six pack. I have nothing. Well, I, no, I, not even close. But I, I do keep my weight down by basically eating no carbs and eating uh, high protein and lots of fat. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I, I had a bunless. I had a bunless cheeseburger today with two monster pieces of bacon, and I, I am a happy man. My my problem is sweets, man. Sweets. Like, yeah. How do you stay away from that? I don't know. I, I sweets don't bother me. I, I 
the thing that gets me are things like uh, like crunchy carb things, like potato chips. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something like Bugles, Cheetos. Do you, oh, I do you eat pork rinds? I do not as much as I want. I mean, I like them, but um, I mean, they are a, a worthy substitute for potato chips. They taste good. They're filling because they're full of fat and all that stuff that yeah. makes you feel full. But I don't. I don't eat them as much as I probably should or could. <laughs> I, I should be eating a lot more. I mean, that's the kind of thing where I could just eat a whole giant bag really? of pork rinds, and it really it won't make me gain weight yeah. just based well, on what I eat. Yeah, because now if, if for someone who eats a lot of carbs to go and eat a bag of pork rinds, that's like adding like insult to injury. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. it's high fat, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. high calories. I Lots assume, of calories. If you eat a lot, right? What uh, are are you in a state of ketosis? I am not. No, I mean, oh, because you, oh yeah, beer. I drink beer, yeah, I drink true. alcohol. You yeah. know, I, I have a, uh, I have a, so he- doesn't I have a healthy... cancel it out then if you have carbs? I mean, it can't be because, well, um, the drinking is going to happen, uh, no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> so that's sort of like that's part of that the diet. That ain't stopping. That ain't. Stopping. Yeah, that's a steady diet right there. Well, hard. So I, 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 well, hard liquor. Well, a beer. I mean, a beer is like a hundred calories. I think a, this uh, maker's mark we had is probably about a hundred calories, roughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so equivalent. So one well, beer, one shot. Well, does hard liquor have carbs? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All liquor does. It must because uh, alcohol is is a process of. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to let the. Sugar. I know this. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting clearly. the audience know. So it must be alcohol. Must have sugar. There, you cannot have alcohol without sugar. So it's all a fermented sort of thing. So the alcohol portion of my diet is constant and will remain constant the rest i do i trim out the rest so i don't drink soda with yeah. sugar i have uh i make why am i talking about my diet because uh, no, people want to know you know it's interesting it's part of your life so I, dr- I drink probably more diet soda than yeah. i should um i make um, iced tea at home and then sweeten it with uh crystal light like, yeah. a, like a lemonade crystal light so i have a lemonade iced tea thing going on i drink that i drink water you know definitely um, and then, so I drink basically diet soda, iced tea, and alcohol. Those are the three things I drink. <laughs> so I don't have regular soda, nothing sweet. I don't have like a Powerade. No, never. Do you drink a lot of water? Um, not a lot. I have, you know, a couple of pints a day. It's mostly iced tea and diet soda. Man. Yeah, mine, mine is mostly uh, diet soda and coffee because yeah. I have coffee. Oh, I drink coffee yeah. too. Yeah, I have two cups of coffee yeah. every day. Nice. Creamer? Yeah. Sugar? Oh no! Splenda? No, I do Splenda. Oh, nice. Everything is Splenda. Look at you. I'm not. I won't have a candy bar. I won't. You know. So I'm really good about that. So I, I mean, I, I'm not zero carbs. I'm not. But I mean, because I, I, to me, that's not a life worth living. A life without alcohol is not a life worth living. <laughs> at least for me, you know, I like to have a few beers or whatever. And you know, for a night like this, I couldn't imagine doing this sober. <laughs> no. Yeah. Exactly. It loosens you up. You know. It's. Yeah. it's it's believe very it, social. B- believe it or not, exactly. It, it gets the juices flowing. It gets it, the words flowing for some reason. Even when you know? I'm by myself, I feel very social when I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there talking to yourself. Yeah. It really inspires <laughs> you, me do, to talk. Do you, you know? tell yourself about your diet <laughs> yeah. the whole time? Yeah, I go over it. And, yeah, yeah of I mean, you got to. Yeah, yeah exactly. here's what I, mean, I ate today. But yeah, exactly. I eat you know lots of meat, lots of cheese. I eat nuts. That keeps me going. Uh, mixed nuts, um, yogurt. I. I so that, that's what I eat. <laughs> you, and I okay. saw you, you had chia seeds go. in your fridge. I yeah, eat, chia seeds. Yep, I eat chia for the fiber. So nice. I'll throw that in my yogurt. Yeah, you got tablespoons. You of that. gotta have that fiber. You, you have to. You be have to have roughage. Yeah, if you are not eliminating properly, you will not be a happy person. And you know, you guys, you know, flipped this on because it said Avengers. Because we're avenging our diets. You know, we're avenging. You yeah, know, I'm avenging uh, my body. <laughs> got disgusting for a number of years. I mean, I blew up. Well, I don't know if it blew up, but I, you know, I got heavy. I, I, I was a skinny kid, and then I got older to my teens and twenties and got heavy, just really for no reason. I mean, I was, 
I don't know. I was up to like uh, I'm six one, and I got up to like two thirty, which for me is just not healthy. Yeah. And now I'm down to like probably like one ninety or wow. one eighty five, something Look at like you. that. Man. So, and I've Look stayed there, and really the this only, healthy guy. I'm not even healthy. Well, yeah, I'm okay, but the the only thing I really did was I don't eat I don't eat bread. I just don't eat it. Period. I'll have a crouton here and there. I don't eat French fries. You know, I don't. Yeah, I'll have a crouton. <laughs> I just maybe laugh for a second. I mean, that's my. That's I'll have a crouton. That's know? literally my get, indulgence. Can I just get a crouton, please? You know, but I'll get like chicken tenders, which might have some breading on them, whatever. I don't, you know, when if I go to a place, like, a, you know, I told no. you I had a bunless cheeseburger. So if I go to a restaurant, I just order it without a bun and I sub the fries for broccoli. And you know what? I'm, I'm, ju- I'm probably more satisfied if eating you, that if, meal. If you ordered it with a bun, just and just put the bun to the side is it because you you would be too tempted is that why you order it without a bun because i would feel weird just saying could i get a cheeseburger without a bun i mean once, like, that's just my anxiety like once I, you cross that anxiety ridden, ridden <laughs> threshold it's really just smooth sailing okay. after that okay. i mean you just ask how you want it because people at restaurants ask for things to be done in many different ways and it's actually easier for the for the kitchen crew in the back to just grill the burger throw the cheese on and put it on a plate because you, you used to be a restaurant worker right I, you yeah, used to I work did at that, a restaurant yeah i did some prep work and line work yeah how was your relationship with your father? <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, really. Let's, let's let's dive really deep into yes. that today because that's because why everyone's Ultron's here. father technically is kind of Tony Stark. It's kind of Bruce Banner. It's a it's a daddy you know? yeah daddy Stark. It's a daddy issue made movie. A bad child. We brought it back around, folks. We brought it back around. The problem here, though, is that I'm. I don't like James Spader. Really? Yeah. See, that's what intrigued me about the movie to begin with. Okay. To me, he's doing like a... He's almost like a... It's like a... a <laughs> God. It's, it's an impersonation of... of uh, it's like a Captain Kirk almost, in a sense, the way he talks. <laughs> yeah. I am going yeah. to yeah. take over the world. Yeah. You thought that you were smart, but I... I'm far superior, <laughs> and he, this will end your world. It's is, like is he on NPR too? Yeah, it's no, something like that. But I, I, you know, I, he's like I, I'm not impressed by James Spader. Okay, you know, it, I almost get like flashbacks of him in the office where you're like, this guy's just an ass. <laughs> Why is anyone listening <laughs> well, to him? I think that's what kind of turned me on to him is those office episodes. Like the more his episodes went on in the office, I dug him more. Yeah. Like I was just like kind of you know enjoying it. I got I got it. Okay. In a sense, you know? So you're just. Kind of like with Portlandia. Like Portlandia, when I first watched it, I was just like, you know. Well, it's totally it's, weird. I mean, it's so weird. Yeah. And then it's just like, as it goes on, it's like an acquired taste. Like, I, that's like my favorite show now. But in like going back to now it's those first show. episodes, it's like I They're enjoy hilarious. those. First you want to get now. back to that magic of the yeah. first couple yeah, episodes because exactly. now it's they like kind, getting yeah, old. They kind yeah. of lost themselves yeah. a little, but yeah. um, I think they're on their last season. I like the the chicken. Uh, is it local? Yeah. Is it local? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it local? I love that guy too. He's like <laughs> <laughs> he's like my favorite guy. And then and then the, the lesbian bookstore is oh the, yeah, is the best. <laughs> women and women first. I mean, they so are good. So Fred Armisen is just yeah, he's great. Yeah, Carrie she's just kind of there to me yeah i i mean she's gotten better at, like if you go back to that first season you'd notice she's like not child. doing anything yeah she's, she's reading lines exactly yeah because yeah, she's like not really an actress either like she's a musician and, oh yeah yeah um so yeah like going back to those first seasons like i noticed that she's gotten better like as an actor yeah comedic actor but even so i mean even now i mean yeah her- oh, i remember that actually I, I think i uh heard an interview of 
Fred, Ar- Fred Armisen on the Nerdist podcast. You ever catch that? No, no, I haven't. But I, I know what you're it. talking about. Yeah, I kind of got sour on that. Yeah, I think that I think the Nerdist sucks. So I'll just oh, say that. Yeah. <laughs> we have podcast beef. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> knock up Chris Hardwick. You know, he's doing 50 shows a day, and he really cares yeah. about what I just said about okay. him. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? We have work in the morning, so yeah. you know he's doing the Talking Dead, and here I here yeah. I am talking. We do about this my as a diet. hobby. Take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is just my spare time, man. <laughs> so, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, Fred, I love Fred Armisen. Yes, we should do, uh, he's not in any movies. But anyways, let's just have a show about Fred Armisen one oh, day. That would be great. I love Fred Armisen. Uh, he has a Netflix stand-up. It's like stand-up for drummers. Like you, like the people there, you could only get in if you were a drummer. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like music jokes a little. And it's 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 funny at points but it's just like it, he just does he doesn't have like a it's not like an art form type it's not like a flow to his comedy it's just like joke after joke right but now i don't want to watch it <laughs> exactly like i'm not trying to sell you to watch i'm not telling you to watch it i'm just explaining it in case you don't want to waste your time <laughs> well thank you no i won't i'm very good at selling things by the way do you, are you a norm mcdonald fan just out of total random <laughs> no i not, not okay. a fan, he's, but I don't mind him. He's got a stand-up thing on Netflix, which yeah. is just, it kills. I love it. Yeah. Oh, really? Watch that, yeah. It's I loved so him funny. on one of the roasts. He was on a roast, I think, of a Bob Saget. Oh, just, yeah. I love his dry delivery. He's just like so if you, corny if, jokes. If and, you like that, you will love okay. his stand-up on Netflix. Yeah, I guess I haven't really explored him much, so I can't he's call myself so a fan. Yeah. He's in the movie that I, I, maybe 10 people have watched in the world. It's called it's called Dirty Work. It's from the late 90s. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but yeah, it's a really funny movie. Yeah. Gary Gary Coleman makes a, an appearance. Really? So, yeah. So Gary Coleman, the, the short, different strokes sh- guy. Not. I was just going to yeah. say different. He's from different strokes. Yes. What you What you talking about, Dave? I uh, talking about <laughs> <laughs> a man who's. See, I brought it. I, not brought, very I, I even made a reference That's good. to let you know that I do know who you are referring to, and in so doing, you destroyed me. So mm, great work yes. on that. So Age of Ultron. <laughs> Age of Ultron is the follow up to the Avengers. Um, oh look at you. oh he's in he's in podcast mode. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Yes, it is a follow up, but it's also just... a follow up to several movies. Well, yeah, but the se- the main sequel to the Correct. 2012's The Avengers again, we get Joss Whedon. What do you think of him as a director? Is he really done? Is he distinguished himself outside of these uh, films? I don't know. I'm kind of you know mixing him with his personal life because just like some of the interviews he's given, like especially for Age of Ultron, he just kind of seems like a dick. Oh, um, yeah. so I'm kinda, I don't really I have never seen them but yeah. you're not um, impressed yeah. by the way he talks yeah he's he's just kind of arrogant or not I don't I don't even know how to describe him he, but he's basically said how he didn't like his experience doing the Avengers and I, was, I don't know why what does he got to complain about I mean what exactly you get handed the keys to exactly. I mean but he did a good job in the first one yeah the first so, one yeah, I think he did a decent job in the second one too what I'm just saying I mean I'm saying to this point yeah. it's like no yeah exactly, getting to yeah. The, moving to this movie he at that, I, it must just take a lot out of him because mm, I mean it's now the thing too I looked at his IMDB what is is there anything that he did outside of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that got him hired to direct this movie I'm not clear on that he was, yeah, he was part of other superhero movies, like as like maybe like a writer, he's like attached slash, yeah, to he's stuff? been attached to stuff like that. Okay, because um, I can't think probably... of like, oh, I, there's a great Joss Whedon movie. I could see why, I could totally see why they gave him, I'll put all this pressure on him to make the Avengers. You know, right? Yeah, because um, I didn't see that. Did he direct any of the other Marvel movies? I don't. Think no, so. no, Avengers. I think were the only ones. Let me see here. Stand by, folks. As and I, he really I did do a good this. job, though. I mean, we just in our last episode, we, we both kind of gushed a bit on on the way he 
brought all these characters together and, yeah. and yeah, executed definitely. it. So that was good. Uh, but, you know, sequels are tough. Yeah, Buffy seems... Oh, he did, like, the, the whole Firefly stuff, I too. Know. I never got into that. Yeah, me neither. Um, so just a nerd what? paradise? He did the screenplay by uh, Joss Whedon for Toy Story? Okay, The well, first that, Toy Story? Yeah. Wrote? Interesting. Oh, well, Wait maybe a that... minute. Uh, is that right, folks? Is I, it, that can't be right. He did. He did. Rose, uh, wrote four episodes of Roseanne. I love Roseanne. Do you? Did you watch the new one? I haven't yet. Uh, they're, on my, they're sitting on my DVR. But I yeah, just. I, watched I love her, the person. I think. Okay. I think she's just really cool and really funny. And I don't know what it is about her, but I'm drawn to her. You know, people, we talk about how people have charisma, that sort of thing. Yeah. Something about Roseanne, and she's like the kind of person. Right. I'd love to just have her in the room. You yeah. know, she'd be like. She seems like she'd be the most amazing person. To just like have over. Interesting. And just like have her in your yeah. in your like living room. I, I never I never I've watched maybe a couple episodes yeah. of the uh first you know, the original show, but yeah. yeah, so I wasn't really interested in the next one. Yeah, I saw the old one and I don't know for whatever reason I'm just a, I'm a big fan of hers. You know. It looks <laughs> yeah. Josh Whedon Josh Whedon, yeah, he he has a credit for screenplay for Toy Story, but it looks like six others do too. Well what so. kind of a name is Joss? Yeah. <laughs> I mean has anyone asked him like yeah. is it Josh? Is it Jocelyn? Is it jo- what's Maybe Josh? it's Jocelyn. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It should be Josh. It's right? a strange name. So yeah, I don't uh, you know, oh. I don't like him because he gives bad interviews and his name is Joss. <laughs> I don't like him just cuz what you said, but well, actually no, what I, what I what I don't like about him is I think this 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 sequel is a disappointment. Is I'm just going to say that yeah. now. I I agree in the aspect uh in the thinking that the trailers for this movie seemed so much better than the actual movie was. Like, the trailers were misleading in the tone. The trailers were In what were way? So, what, what did you think? They was? were so dark and, me- like, Ultron was so menacing, and it just, you know, it showed the Avengers, like, basically dead, but it ended up being just that vision of, you know, Tony Stark had, oh, which I knew they weren't okay. going to be dead, but it just... It it had more of a gruesome, yeah, you know. Ultron be, sort of becomes like a guy that given like doing punchlines, right? Throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and like, a lot of this movie is kind of struck with that. I think. I, I mean, I know you mentioned this to me before we started. Is you thought the comedy was kind of flat? Yeah, the comedy. Yeah, I mean, they, they were trying to shove too many jokes in, especially at the beginning um, with that whole sequence. I mean, so I mean, what did you think about that whole beginning action sequence when they're in the forest and the snow and all that? Oh, that was cool. I, yeah, I, I thought it was good. I, yeah, the I, actual, yeah, I thought it was. Action, I thought it was yeah. well done. All that was. I didn't know where it was going or what was happening. And then once they got to it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is. Well, here we are. We're in. Yeah, Morovia or whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. Why would that? No, it was good. The opening was fine. Yeah, no, I agree. But yeah, but I think opening. the movie suffers from bloat. It suffers from too much going on. Yeah. And it, it's very unfocused. Like that whole uh, Thor going off to somewhere to, and going in that bath or whatever that was, that little That vision steam thing that shower. he had? Yeah. 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 That was kind of just like, almost to preview a, a different movie like it was to it, you know promote another movie that's coming out which MCU movies do that a lot where a lot of their movies are filled with things just to tease the next movie and it's like well so well, I, yeah. uh, I I knocked you for being a nerd in our last episode yeah. and then I went back and watched this scene and um, I actually I think I might want to push back on you on this, and I think this was a really relevant scene. Okay, because he has a vision and he sees four stones. Yeah, and based on my research that I did, is that there are six of these stones, 
and that Thanos has two. And I, I'm assuming that that's what that is. Those are right. the four remaining ones, and that Thanos has two in his gauntlet, right? Well, the four they show in that are the four we have seen in the movies up to that point. Okay, so those aren't the same stones... Does Thanos have some two of those? Yeah, four, I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, I know he had the stone that was in Loki's scepter at one point, but that's obviously he didn't one, right? anymore because that's on Vision. Vision has that, which we'll get to. Um, yeah. So what does I don't know which one Thanos has because he has two though because we see the gauntlet in the you mean in the trailer Infinity War trailer right? So I mean, he might require those because at the end of this movie, he grabs the gauntlet. Like in the mid credits, he yeah. grabs the gauntlet and it's empty. He's like, "I got to do this myself." Yeah, right? or something. Um, like that. Or we're just like, we just skipped way ahead. Well, <laughs> we skipped yeah, to no. the end here. Well, if you haven't seen Age of Ultron, <laughs> thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you next week. Come All right, <laughs> mentality. We'll catch you guys at the movies. Dun, 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 dun. Well, that was good. It was oh, good seeing you. I mean, oh, that's, we'll just bro, move on. That here. was great. That was great. We'll get home now. But me. the two stones Thanos has, I think, it was. Because there's I think six, he'll acquire those. He wants to get all six them in the movie. If yeah. he has all six, mm-hmm. then he's basically indestructible, right? Exactly. Is this basically the the driving force of all of these? Of that's what's moving the plot forward in these yeah. movies. Yeah, is basically. Yeah, Thanos mm-hmm. is trying to collect these Infinity Stones, yeah. right? If if you're ever gonna read a comic, ever. I mean, what? Who are you? Are you talking to the guy that's not here? That's outside. It's true. If, if you're ever gonna read a comic, if ever, the audience read the Infinity read Gauntlet. Story. Is that enough from like 1975 or something? Uh, no. No. It's from like the 90s. It might be from 70s, but I don't know. But it, And it's uh, heavy with Silver Surfer and Adam Warlock, and that's Silver why Surfer? I, I had yeah. actually had a character that had a little action figure of his. Nerd. I didn't know what it was, so <laughs> in my defense. But honestly, kid. if you're ever going <laughs> to... I can send you to the digital copies of them. Uh, well, you know, does that violate copyright law? Because I don't want to be in violation. No, they, I will, <laughs> okay. you know, you will be paying me, obviously. I will provide you with the legal compensation for those. I can lend for, you copies of my physical ones. Maybe I will view them within your home. There you go. Then, yes, please do. Okay. So I, and I want to monitor, monitor you. Yeah, we'll have you know, a strict Make monitor. sure you're not taking any pictures of them to, you know, redistribute or Thank anything you so like much. that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So, yeah, so... The base, the driving force here is Thanos, but not really at first. I, well, yeah, not really. Um, we don't know yeah. that though. Yeah, we don't know that. So, but I mean, when you you know take you know hindsight the is twenty twenty. Yeah, you take a look back and you're like, okay, yeah, he was orchestrating most of everything that happened. You but know? it's it's more like well, orchestrating yes, but also well, I wouldn't just, say orchestrating. He's sitting yeah. back. And hoping that people below him will do what he wants them to do. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, so now that in the third movie, he's just going to take matters into his own hands, right? Right. He's like, well, yeah. I'll do it myself. <laughs> do it myself. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, for, well, okay, yes. But, you know, if you're that powerful, I guess you'd just be bored sitting there on the, wherever he's sitting. That throne <laughs> the place, chair, yeah, you know? Gonna, there's no TV. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, what's he doing there? Well, you don't know that. I mean, there might be. You know, there might be a TV. Is he got internet out there? Well, I don't know what he's got. You said, you know, you were giving me pushback about, because you were saying there's a lot of, you know, stuff in this movie that... It's bloat. Is bloat. Yeah. And I had mentioned the Thor thing. You gave me pushback on that. So what do you think is bloat? Bloat is like every scene is, you know, my problem with comes with the movies. A lot of these scenes, they just all take too long. There's there's just too much talking. And like, okay, like let's just move on here. I mean, we get to that. Tell, we, wait, tell people where you were when you were watching this movie, first of all. I was well, This at, wasn't your first time seeing it. Though, no, right? this was my second. Okay. Actually, I don't think I've seen any Marvel movie more than twice. 
I don't think so. Uh, I, w- I would guess that you you probably put these on here and there, right? Well, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, my son, my eight-year-old. He's he, a fan? Yeah, he he watches these movies a lot. And, you know, I so I, What's get, I get them on a, the on the background a lot. What's his favorite? I actually think Age of Ultron. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, yeah, this is a movie that I've, he always has, seems to have asked to watch the most. Uh, yeah, I did not do so well in my prep for this episode. I watched it last night, um, and it ended. In, I was watching it in bed last night, and it ended at one thirty in the morning. So at one thirty in the morning, <laughs> so, yeah, I could see how scenes seem yeah. to have dragged. Right. Yeah, so, but this movie is—I will give you credit, not credit, but I'll—you I'll, know—give you leeway well, on that. We, it's two hours and twenty-one minutes. You got the twins; they're talking a lot. I mean, every—it seems like a lot of the stuff. Those accents. The ac- yeah. Why, what's with the Accents. Everything's got. Everybody's got to have this. This like Russian sounding accent. I don't need it. Just talk yeah. normal, right? And what was the? We saw this in uh, not Cuckoo's Nest. Um, Amadeus mm-hmm. and Milos Forman. As you you told me, Milos Forman said, "Just talk how you talk. Yeah, focus on your acting. Don't worry about your how you sound." And I think that's good advice. Yeah. You don't need to have this. Yeah, exactly. Because you know? you're, yeah, you're obviously not speaking in the language, anyways. Because that would be more authentic. It's is what, to actually speak in the language. Yeah. Just so have it, why I have an accent? It's then. Elizabeth Olsen, who we all recognize, right? So right, yeah. we know she's an American and she's not a Russian. So it's like, right. you know, just talk. Like, <laughs> talk the way you talk. You just <laughs> gotta talk. <laughs> but I, and I didn't like. Well, we ran. So the the, the twins are basically unstoppable in a sense. He's super fast. She has. Yeah. She has. What exactly does she have? Uh, mind control, but also and, can manipulate. Yeah, stuff. manipulate stuff. Yeah. So which they, I think you see at the end credits of Winter Soldier. They fight them once, and they're just they cannot beat these twins. They fight them again, and at that point, I'm like, okay, that's enough now. Okay, we get yeah. it. We can't. We 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 understand that you know something else has to happen. I guess that, I don't like that. In in um in comic book and fantasy, when you have like that unstoppable character and you keep showing it. Okay, now I'm just getting bored because I, I know that the way things are going now, they're just going to keep pushing you back. So it, something has to change. So just show me the change because yeah. I get it. Just, just keep you're banging your hand against the wall, plot wise. And you're saying like it's almost like they're you know it's like where's their vulnerability? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, they're unstoppable. That's that's kind of the feelings I had during uh, Black Panther when I saw it. Okay, because there was a certain points. It was like I'm kind of bored just because. I know this nothing's, guy can't lose. Yeah, there's nothing's right? gonna there's, hurt you. There's no threat yeah. to you. So yeah, exactly. So th- this this becomes a way. Every, every second that you're showing me a character that can't lose is a second wasted. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, it's cool to initially see that because you're like, oh, that's cool. What they can do, awesome. And yeah, when you keep at you keep doing it, it's just like, okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> now, give, give me conflict. Give me, you know. Is, Something is this. This movie shows us. Uh, well, we actually, I, I finally learned what's going on with Hawkeye about his personal life, which we I didn't know. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. cool, but that's still like twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, they spent a lot of time on that at farm. his house, yeah. and it's I think it's great. And now I finally figure out what the deal is with between him and Romanov. Oh, they're just really just friends, and I don't know. There must be something deeper between them, and why they're they're always together. Yeah, well, they obviously I think it's implied that even in the first Avengers that they've been on missions together. Yeah, but I don't know been through stuff. That just they just built a, a trust and a friendship. Yeah, maybe because so, yeah. she knows that he's not that looking for anything more from her. Yeah, maybe I, that's I part of it. So, yeah, because she she seems close with his kids, even. And, yeah, yeah, and she's accepted by the family. But right. that whole thing was cool, and it, I, lo- I mean, there's little stuff where um, where Captain America and Iron Man are chopping wood. It's just so funny yeah. because you know Captain America's 
Yeah, he's, he's like chopping on a huge pile. And Tony Stark's got like you know like five pieces here. <laughs> and I really like Robert Downey Jr. That he doesn't work out. Yeah, doesn't look like the guy's lifted a weight in his life. No, definitely. Yeah. And you know, as a guy who hates working out, um, you know, I I love that. We applaud <laughs> I'm you. A big fan. We applaud RDJ for n- yeah. not lifting a weight. You know, Chris Evans can go get ripped, and so can uh, what's his name Thor. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth can go. Oh, the Hemsworth brothers can go do whatever the hell they want. I'm in a no workout camp. I'm just going to keep my carbs limited, not work out, and that's how did, I'm going to. Did live my you know life. Uh, Lesser Hemsworth is in? Um, lesser Le- is yeah. it Liam? <laughs> no, not Liam. Oh. Even Lesser. Oh God! Well, how many are there? Yeah. <laughs> I think three, but oh. they, or maybe four. But the, the Lesser Hemsworth is in Westworld. <laughs> He's uh, one of the. Guards at oh, the... Oh, yeah, I do know that. Yeah, yeah I recognize Which him. we don't know what happened to him. What oh, may yeah. happen? Do you guys watch Westworld? Let us know. Uh, it was a good It was a good season. You just told me that... It was a good episode last night. Because when this airs, I think the first ep- so episode... Of I can't keep two. the charade on. I, it's, Did you watch Big Little Lies? No. Uh, we just watched that, and it's really good. Who, who's it's that? really good. Well, That's my critique on Big Little Lies. <laughs> okay. uh, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman. I don't like her face. Either Ooh. one of them. <laughs> I don't like their faces. Reese Witherspoon's chin. Yeah, you know about the chin. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then well, Nicole Kidman's got so much work done. I told you about it from the Beguile. Yeah, but, but good God, this acting in the show though, because <laughs> uh, I'm not the greatest. I'm not actually not a great fan of Nicole Kidman or uh, Reese Witherspoon. But this show, that's acting there, is what incredible. What about a male? Is there a male lead? Uh, Sarsgaard. Um, He's True Blood, Alexander Skarsgård. Is that True Blood? Um, but One he's gorgeous. He is gorgeous. I will give him that. He's actually the son of the Skarsgård that's in uh, Avengers. The uh, this the guy who's with Thor when he shows him the bath. I'm just letting you. <laughs> just letting you go on. <laughs> like, you just give me this dead look, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to explain who he is. Staring at you. He's the son of him. Anyways, uh, why why are you so concerned about the male uh, leads, huh? Well, I, uh, I'm looking for someone. Well, you said he's gorgeous, so now I'm, I'm fine. So <laughs> yeah, all right, there that. we go. <laughs> so now we're good. But well, it's uh, a really good show. It, well, I was what I was asking was if there was anybody that I liked other than the two females that I said I didn't like. But. So we went from that. So <laughs> I don't know where we are. Westworld. Lesser Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. So Chris Hemsworth. So yeah, Thor. He's in the bath. Uh, <laughs> see, like how I bring that. But back. I like that vision. I thought that was interesting. Well, so the uh, that one of the twins, the girl, she touches these all the characters and then puts them into some vision of the future, right? That right. screws up with all their heads. Which I like the first one with Tony. Yeah, you know when he sees you know all them everybody dead, their right? Which I think is uh, definitely a foreshadowing of Infinity War. Which we'll see. Um, oh, okay. So you think that's a an even farther vision? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. That's why these movies, like we were talking about last episode, these movies are so mapped out and like they know exactly where they're going. But I think we need movies. to talk about how we get to Ultron. Um, I mean, yeah, which is right at that point when okay. they when uh, Tony first gets that vision. That's when where the scepter is, and then they bring that scepter back to. Um, he talks to Banner, right? Back about, to Stark Tower. Yeah, he's like, we need. This technology, right, will help protect us or something? Or this is yeah, he wants right. to build because he has like the Iron Legion who we see during that battle at the beginning. His, basically. They're basically Iron Man drones. Right, exactly. Right, call them. Yep. And if you have this artificial intelligence, then, then this could... Well, the problem is because we know from the very first Avengers where they had the Tesseract that opened up the portal that sent in the aliens that almost destroyed the whole world. Right. He's like, look, 
us fighting crime and busting drug dealers and mob bosses and whatever's going on on, on Earth is good, but it's not enough because right. we went through this whole thing where we almost lost all of planet Earth, so we need something bigger, something stronger, and that is you know, my creation, right. which is Ultron, which I've been working to. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of problems, as, uh, as we know. I mean, you understand his idea, but you more I, I more so understand the dangers of it. Um, yeah, he's very arrogant Which, here. nowadays, I mean, it seems like lately, you know, even in the news, like this whole artificial intelligence thing has been oh, more, you know, prevalent. So I, I like the themes, you know, of this movie of how, you know, dangerous something can become. I like that idea. And yeah. it is a real, actually, and it is a real threat to humanity. And I hate to... I don't want to get too crazy here, but if you if you read about what some of these people have to say, who even um, Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, who someone called the real life version of Tony Stark, uh, he actually talks about this stuff all the time. How artificial intelligence will be the death of us, and if you read just a little bit of what the worst case scenarios of what these people think, you kind of saw a bit of that in the movie. Yeah. Because once you turn something on that is so super smart beyond human capability, it figures out ways to outsmart you. And hey, there's no unplugging this thing. Yeah. Because it is already, by the time you think you need to unplug it, it is already way past, it has already put itself in something that cannot be unplugged and cannot be turned off. And it is like, it it, it basically is like... uh, it multiplies itself, right? Yeah, just like how Ultron does. Like he's right. in, the, in the internet, you it know, becomes unstoppable. It yeah, be, exactly. Yeah. You kill the thing, he, the the object he is in. He's just gonna, you know, go off to another thing. You know. Yeah. So they wake up this thing, and he it determines that the best way it, it has a, a protocol or a program or something to say, hey, I want to protect the world, and it interprets in, <laughs> the way it thinks it's going to protect the world is to kill. The Avengers, number one, and most of humanity, or it needs to change humanity into this new form. It needs to yeah. evolve into something different, which, something which eventually great. it's to destroy humanity, right? You know, um, but you die, in which the- on the surface, like when you just look at it a whole, you don't look at good guys, bad guys, or anything. Humans have destroyed this planet, you know, have destroyed, you know, there's so much bad stuff yeah. that's, you know, been going on. So when you just look at it, it's just like. Let's he just sees wipe it them out as and, the cause of conflict. Yeah, exactly. Right? And even you know, conflict bring, follows them, so they must be at fault in some right. way or something. Yeah. yeah. He even brings up, uh, you know, ask Noah. You know what? What happens if people don't, you know, go, you know, go your way? He's like, well, ask Noah. You know, and, right. and you the know, ones who can get in the boat can, and right. the ones who can't are going to die. Exactly. You know. So it's 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 so again. So I, but, I like the underlying themes. But of, Ultron's of all vision yeah. here, though, is something that's not anything that it. A, a typical human being wants to have any part of because it will involve some sort of combination of uh, mechanical and flesh beings who will all be into some kind of hive mind controlled by Ultron, right? I mean, right, isn't that yeah. kind of the end game? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, where do you go from there? It's like once you destroy it, like where there's, are you going to go from there? There's no individuality. There's no There's no real, real humanness left. Right. It's just Earth. Yeah. Peace on Earth, okay, but there's no people. Yeah, <laughs> great. <Exactly. laughs> yeah, that's not that well, great. Even he says, you know, everything that only thing that will be left is metal. Like, okay, right. what are you going to do with that? So you see his Sounds twisted like thoughts. So I mean, you you get the actual premise. You can understand what he means, what his motivation is. Yeah, but- I, 
I get it, but my problem here is I don't know that this is really the problem is real. And I get that, but for a movie, I'm not really afraid of Ultron ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not menacing, especially yeah because of the jokes he makes, the, yeah. the one-liners. The... I'm more I'm more worried about Loki in the first one than I am yeah. ever of Ultron in this one. That's true. Yeah. This just feels like at some point they're going to beat this robot, especially because right? it was just like it's just like like it's like you know towards the end when he's lifting the landmass, it's just like you know okay, I guess technically it could destroy <laughs> humankind, but it's just like. You, you don't feel that threat. You're no. just like, it doesn't seem like a big asteroid that'll destroy yeah. the planet. Like, Tom Hiddleston you know. gets under your skin. Ultron really never makes yeah. me angry. Like, I like individual, you know, snippets of scenes of it because I like James Spader and I like the, you know, personally, I like the way, you know, I like the way his voice sounds and everything was, like yeah, that. To me, it's not the case, but yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, I like, I like things. And I like, there's certain quotes and lines and I'm like, Oh, that, that there's makes some, sense. Yeah. You know? There is it's, stuff in there. Yeah. There, There is a good movie in here, Yeah, but it needs to be two hours long and it needs to cut the, the, the fat yeah. out of this film. It I, doesn't need to be as long as it is. It, they don't need these long, conver- like it's like when she he captures Natasha and he's like, Lecturing her, it's like I don't need this. I don't even. I honestly don't even know where I am here in this film. All I know is she's captured. She's, they're back in this place. I don't know. There's, there's a, there's <laughs> what's a, going on? There's a lot going on in this film where I actually don't know what's going on. Like I know the characters, but I don't know why they're doing or saying the like, things that they're saying and doing. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. just it's very jumpy. There's and this is the problem with Josh. We Josh. We Josh. Josh does it. He does a good job in the first one of bringing all these characters together and making it somewhat coherent. Right. But he loses the plot somewhere somewhere along the second movie where they sort of need... It needs to be deeper. We need yeah. more than just a surface introduction. And it just doesn't really click. Yeah, it gets a little messy. You know, it's, 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 it's a little messy. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad content. Well, the villain is not really all that good. It's a good concept, but... It's not done. Yeah. Great. Again, the trailers made the villain seem like you. you it's two minutes. I know yeah. you're. You know about time. And I've stuff, got. You know. I really it's two minutes. Go back and watch the trailer. Don't know if I have two minutes in my life to watch anything. So, so. There we'll, we go. We'll see. But he won't watch <laughs> Fred Armisen's uh, stand up. <laughs> he won't watch the trailer. You see what I have to deal with, folks. It's tough. So, um, I am tough. We are opening an ad for a new co-host on Blockbuster Mentality. If you You'll love it, if You'll, you agree with things I say, I want here, you on the show. Yeah, because I am right, he is wrong. You do this, you will love it. Please yeah. replace me because you already have a podcast. I do. I do my own on the side. Yeah, but I don't want to promote it. No, why? It's a hobby. <laughs> no, what's the big deal? I like that one shot where he's sitting in the church um, when uh, he first meets Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Um, he's got like the drape over him and stuff, and they're like, "She's like, I can't read your mind." And I like, I like that whole theme of that. You know, I like the tone. Of yeah, that scene. I did like that too. I think too. that was cool. Um, there are so good ideas. Certain, yeah, there's certain aspects of this movie where it's cool. Um, and it's also the all this, the characters are struggling to figure out what their individual purpose is, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's so many characters, and we have to go through each one's little personal journey. Right. And that's yeah. like ten minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes, and we're like, here we are, like, well, what's going on with the plot? I don't know. I've been. I'm, I'm off on a tangent here, and then I got to. It has to be reeled back in. Right. It's just. It's hard. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I mean. I. Yeah. I can definitely see those issues, and I, I. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. And even the end. I agree with you. <laughs> 
we're we're lifting off the city. Oh, so actually, let's go. Let's actually let's get back to not even quite near the end, which is where here we, here we go again. Which Bruce Banner tells Iron Man they're back at right at the place, and and he's like, because. All right, so hold on. Hold here. All right, gonna, <laughs> let's move on here. He's going to get his thoughts together. So the, the first problem is Iron Man has this idea of an artificial intelligence. He's right there with Bruce Banner. They try it, and it becomes Ultron, who wants to kill the world. Yeah. Second time around, hey, look. <laughs> Here's Iron Man and Banner again. And this is a great bit of acting between the two of these guys. Right. He's like, I'm, just, I'm in a time loop. Yeah. No, it's Mark great because this is like because even as a, the audience, you could say like, oh, okay, he's just going to do it again. We're just in this fucking so, thing again. but I, but I like I like yeah how Mark Ruffalo like it. yeah like you said great acting and, yeah yeah it's <laughs> but here we are we so the issue is that Ultron basically takes over the internet right he's in everything and like you said you can't destroy him because right. if you kill who you think is Ultron it's just it's just another robot mm-hmm. takes place it's it, it's a hive mind it's. He's out. He's out there. Like it's uploaded into everything. So there is no killing him per se in that sense. Right. Uh, but he's also. They find out he's trying to figure out the new codes for <laughs> to destroy the earth. And Tony Stark realizes that something is battling him. He doesn't know what. It's, oh yeah. Ultron can't get the new codes, and they don't know why. So he goes to this place in Norway, I think, where they have this giant internet database that tracks everything mm-hmm. and can do okay. And he discovers that when Ultron first came alive. He what we thought was killed Jarvis. Right, I love Jarvis, and I like the the visualization of He's, their minds too. Like like Jarvis is like yellow, yeah. in like this sphere, and and uh, Ultron, Ultron is, is like blue, blue, yeah, yeah, and huge. He and like, has neurons firing, yeah. And it almost that. like eats yeah. him. It almost eats Jarvis. And, and his mind's from the scepter, you know, the the stone okay, in yeah. the scepter. That makes yeah, that's yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. So then, so Tony Stark goes to Norway, or whatever, and figures out that Jarvis has somehow. Or he fi- he pulls Jarvis out. Jarvis has been fighting Ultron, blocking things like trying to find the nuclear codes. And he has this idea. He goes back to the United States or whatever, talks to Banner. He's like, here, here's what we do. Because what Ultron wants is to become in a semi-flesh form. Mm-hmm. And so he- what we'll do is we'll just inject. Here, I've got Jarvis back. Let's inject Jarvis into the body before it, be- it becomes actualized. And then it will become... <laughs> Yeah, it'll become Jarvis in the flesh, which would be amazing, right? Because he's Jarvis, and then he'll have a body, and he'll just kill everyone, right? Yep. And then Mark Ruffalo's like, "No, we just did this. <laughs> what are you talking about?" And that's when Captain America shows up and is trying to stop them all. Yeah, and you got to stop Silver because Quicksilver and and Scarlet Witch join their side because they realize what Ultron is actually trying to do. Yeah, because- they figure out his. Yeah, they thought he was gonna well because they hate the Avengers because Tony Stark basically the, the weapons. Killed their parents because there was a civil war or something yeah. or a war, you know, where they were and the weapon that they was, were basically yeah they were on they re- saw Stark written written all o- written all over the weapons. They had a revenge issue, right? Exactly. Yeah. They so realized- they thought Ultron just wanted to wipe out the Avengers and that was it, and they were so they were on cool board for that. that. Yeah. But then they realized that what Ultron really wants to do is kill the planet. Yeah, global destruction. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not on board with that. And yeah. that was actually really cool because you get um, well before that you get some really cool action scenes with Captain America, which is some of the best parts of the movie. With Hawkeye flying the jet, and then Black Widow on the oh, motorcycle when they're when they're stealing the bot. The yeah, when they're trying to make off really. with the yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, and also the you know when they're on the ship where they run into Ulysses Claw, who then makes an he's you know a who? Black Panther. Oh, I see. I don't know who's... Andy Serkis. Andy oh Serkis yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, in he's that. in. He's Black like got Panther. a beard. He's like 
yeah. filthy. He's great in this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's Ulysses Claw, who's uh, a Black Panther uh, villain. Okay. That's why he's in Black Panther. Um, but yeah, we get the whole ship, I and I like how he, here, he has all the vib- yeah, exactly the vibranium, yep. which is also from Wakanda, which is Black Panther. So they are already hinting towards Black Panther. In yeah, this they've movie. already. St- it's it's kind of funny to watch that now. Yeah, and think like, oh wow, they just that movie still yeah, it's, it's there now. It's right there. I can but go. This came out in twenty fifteen, <laughs> but it, you know the continuity. Is, I know. I love it's really it. Really impressive. Yeah. I, so that I wish Star Wars would do this more. Yeah, if, even with the t- even with the spinoff movies, like have more uh, like I know, you know it, connecting. It it does feel like throwaway, but it's actually not. Yeah, it's really well done and well. I don't know how, like you said, you get people that are that's their whole job is to maintain all of this stuff, and it's really impressive. Yeah, but well, yeah, and I love how uh, you know he says the vibranium's worth billions, and then uh, <laughs> Ultron just does something real quick. He says, "So are you?" And he's just like, "Finance is so weird," and it's just interesting to. Th- I'm I'm making this little line seem so big, but. It's just interesting to think how it's something that just came into this world and just sees us as a whole and is just like, yeah, finance. And now like, you humans are happy because I made some number increase. Yeah, exactly. Some, whatever. Like, like it doesn't make sense to him because he's way above that. Right? Everything in this world that is made is possible without money. Like we could have made this stove that's right in front of me, mm-hmm. technically without any money. You know, if we had the materials, all the materials came from this earth. Money, money is just <laughs> yeah. in our heads. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't it's, really. It's not. It's only the value that we place. Yeah, it. and it's, it's not a inter- real thing. Interesting that you say that because he like they zoom in on his head and he does that in his mind and he's just like finance is so weird. So it's it's interesting to see it, it really from that doesn't make aspect. Sense. You know, all it is is just a motivator to get people to do work. Exactly what it is. I know it's insane. So <laughs> it's crazy. So I like I like how they have that too. Just how you know what what humans have become and what we've made things seem normal. When, yeah. But when we really look at it, it's like. It's not so normal. Like, no, it's good to question those natural, kinds of assumptions. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think something something as really basic as money. It's kind of it's kind of crazy to think about what it is. Really. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So so there we go. So they they so they have this fight in the this lab or whatever. And oh yeah, Captain there, America. Yeah. And, well, I'm sorry. Uh, that, no, go ahead. That's cool. I know. I was just gonna. I mentioned the you know when they're on the ship with Ulysses Claw because. That's where she does the mind thing, and then yeah, she does yeah. the Hulk, and then we get the whole Hulk Hulkbuster scene. You know, Iron Man is Hulkbuster. I uh, just think that's an awesome action sequence. Hulk you know, Buster? Hulk. Oh, the when they're in the oh, city, big, there? the big Iron Man suit, yeah, yeah, the Hulkbuster. Yeah. That was good. But even, see, I guess even then, I'm like, okay, this is like five minutes too long. Everything is too long. You were in your bed at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> at so. that point, I don't even know because the movie is so freaking long. I might not have even been in bed yeah. at that point. But but <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, I think it's a great. The Hulkbuster's sequence. cool, but. But you know, I love how he's it? got the red eyes, and he's like, you can see how he's not the normal. Okay, Hulk, but they're you know? beating each other up for like ten minutes. Like, maybe I don't need ten. <laughs> I minutes. didn't. Maybe I, I didn't, could do seven minutes. Yeah, and then I, and then I, when you go and talk to me about something else, and then make instead of three minutes, you make it two minutes. I, I didn't feel know. the length on it. So uh, right. again, I, I I think it's just a great action sequence. So I mean, it was it was fun. It was good. It but yeah, I don't know. I mean, but where it starts to feel long is I guess more towards the end. I think, and once they. Sort of, they decide, or however they power up this thing, and it, it it turns into this character named Vision, who is neither Ultron nor Jarvis. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah, and I like how he. Although he has the voice too. of Jarvis. Yep, and I like how it's Thor that actually made, gave him power because they're all like unplugging the power and stuff, yeah. like uh, Captain America and Quicksilver and stuff. They're unplugging it, saying, "Don't make this." And initially, when 
Quicksilver is one is the, the male twin. Yeah. Okay. Initially, what's when, the girl um, called? Sorry, uh, Scarlet Witch. Okay. Initially, when you know Tony made Ultron, you know when he first appeared at that party, um, you know, yeah, Thor is the one that's like choking him out. Like, what have you done? Like, yeah, yeah. you don't know what you're dealing with. You know all that, and then but then he gets the visions, everything from that bath, and he comes back and he's like, "Yo, we need this." I saw this in my vision. Vision is his name. Um, so yeah, I like how Thor is the one that did that. What'd you think of the whole going back to the party? What'd you think of the whole trying to lift the hammer scene? I thought it was stupid. I didn't need it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it, we know that only Thor can lift the hammer. Well, which we learned. Yeah. Not, but is, was that was that all set up to seeing Vision pick up the hammer? I, I think in a in a way, yes. But I, and to me, also, that's I think I think a movie does need you know those lighthearted moments. So for me, it I don't worked. know because this it is a, this is a superhero movie. This isn't just a regular movie with people hanging out in their in the living room yeah, dealing know. with real human problems. But it's a way for the audience to connect, for us humans to connect with these you know superheroes. So again, I my opinion, I am not a comic book nerd. I'm I'm a film guy, so I I, I evaluate I like them as film. I don't like movies. <laughs> no. I like film. I'm very stuck up in my analysis. But um, <laughs> anywho, but vision. Vision is my favorite. Vision's part of great. This movie. I love well, Vision. Paul He's Bettany. like more, my favorite character in this whole universe now. So for him, for uh, Paul Bettany, uh, did he know that, that when he was doing the voice of Jarvis, that he would now get they, a, a, they, a role as a live action? That's they good say for him. this was their plan all along. That's why I love. <laughs> wow, that's this. impressive. Yeah, that's why. Two thousand eight. Yeah, that's why I love this. It's, it's like they had things mapped out. Wow, you know? sign on for this voice now, and eight years later you'll get a role. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Done. Oh, if you tell me, uh, if I, I do it. for seven years straight, I'm going to get paid, you know, a million dollars a pop to record my voice. I'll do voice work. Sure. <laughs> no <laughs> Why not? Hey, we're doing it now. But yeah, I just love Vision. Yeah, just the way he's, you know, he's so calm. This is what kind of reminded me. You were, we were talking about Ridley you don't Scott. Hear that? What am I listening to? Does uh, it does noise? No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> get back. But we were talking about Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah. Um. And you were talking about how it's no scene with uh, the guy from Blade Runner or whatever. Uh, Roy Batty. Roy Batty. Meeting and, uh, Tyrell. But there's glimpses of that in this film, you know, and with the idea of creator and, you know, meeting your maker, everything yeah. like that. Yeah, um, I mean... And also, so Paul Bettany as Vision kind of reminded me of him, just the way his delivery and stuff. I kind of got those glimpses of, of that. He uh, just, feels like more of a Tony Stark creation than Ultron does. Right, yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah, definitely, yeah. And Ult- Ultron goes off into his own thing. Well, maybe because maybe it's just because we know Jarvis and he has the same voice. Yeah. That could be it. But yeah, I do agree. He does seem to be more of a child of Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. I mean, that's... I mean, Tony Stark thinks of himself as a human god. Right, yeah. Like we were saying earlier, he has the power of a god, roughly. Yeah. And in he the has suit, the, yep. the, this with with the power of the suit. He is basically as, he can fight Thor to a stalemate, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. How, does he uh, does he clash with the Hulk? I don't remember. Well, with the Hulkbuster suit. Oh so, yeah. So you know, well, and he basically yeah he knocked him out. Yeah, you know. So, so he is uh, he's not he's one of the most powerful people in the universe with yeah. that suit. So he's essentially. Thinks of himself as a god. His ego is that of a god, right? 
And so, yeah, I mean, I can see the parallels here. It's not as dark and deep as those movies. And, you know, he also had the juxtaposition with him and uh, Ultron. You know, uh, Ultron, they both think they can bring peace because, you know, Tony thinks he can bring peace in a more normal way, you know, peace in our time. Ultron has a twisted idea. Whereas Ultron thinks he can bring this peace, but by ultimate destruction of humans. But you you can see how, and the reason why Ultron hates Stark the most is because he is... He is like the bastard child of yeah. Tony Stark, in a sense. Yeah. He's like the reject, but still from Stark. In a way, yeah. So I, I, I can, I, I do see that, and I have to agree with you on that. You know, was it executed as well? No. Um, does it raise all the deep questions? I mean, clearly not. I mean, because the movie's doing its own thing. There's, there's more than just that relationship. Yeah. I mean, things like Blade Runner... It's almost all yeah, all mean, about that. Yeah, and there's but, no way I'm comparing this. No, to no, Blade but Runner, yeah. but it, it, I agree though. I yeah. mean, that's a in, even Alien. Have you gotten to Covenant yet? Not yet. I'm. But you I'm saw the. There. I finally saw the original Alien. I, the revelation on this show. I finally saw the first Alien. Did it make you? Like, yes. Did it freaked you out, right? Yeah, totally. Like I can. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't seen this movie. That's like ever. show don't like, tell on that, right? Yeah. It, 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 he, I mean, Ridley Scott, how patient is he as a director know, in that right? film? <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's why I love Ridley Scott so yeah. much. He's one of my favorite directors. But anyway, that's a tangent. But <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you are right to bring that up, um, that, that relationship between the creator and the created, and that is absolutely spot on. So yeah, good call yeah. there. And to, to, to fit... Those themes in a, you know a blockbuster movie is yeah. good because most times you don't get that crap. I mean, yeah. honestly, in Avengers, and honestly, most people watching will not even care. And no, they walk. won't care. Yeah, ex- you know, I think Avengers is a better movie, but yeah, I mean, the thought, like you said, that theme is a, is a stronger, right. yeah, is a stronger theme filmmaking wise. But I just don't think it was executed properly. No. So. Yeah, I would agree there. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember walking out of this movie and just being obsessed with vision after this just uh, he's so cool yeah exactly so what is he is he do we do you know do you have any info i don't well yeah i mean other than what we see on screen i think actually hank pym who was ant-man in the comics who was michael douglas's character in ant-man he actually was the one that created (laughs) see (laughs) he asked me a question and then he makes fun of me actually hank pym actually um, oh you're gonna throw a name that nobody um, knows but uh (laughs) oh man actually I, I don't remember. Actually, I, th- I was. I think Hank Pym actually made made Ultron, and then Vision was made. I, yeah, I don't remember. Wait, but. Tony Stark didn't make Ultron. What do you mean? Yeah, Tony Stark in the comics. I don't think made Ultron. I oh, think it was really? Hank Pym. Yeah. Oh, so he's a prominent. Oh, so in the movies we don't really. Well, we see him as a minor character in Ant Man, but we yeah, don't know him as yeah, because Hank Hank Pym. Yeah, was the original Ant Man. Really? Even in, even in the movie. Oh, because remember he's you know they do the flashback oh, with him okay. and his wife or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then God, yes, there's so much to keep track of. I, I know I think that's what my issue yeah. is. I'm like, oh, this guy was doing what for who? Yeah. And this movie <laughs> said what? It's like it's so much. Yeah, exactly. But uh, be a vision, just and I'm he's Paul, great. Paul, Paul Bettany, I think is he has a, a great de- choice, detached and, sort of like sarcasm right. or whatever he said. He just doesn't care what anyone and he was one of the, my favorite lines too uh, at the end when he's you know has that final confrontation with Ultron the yeah. final drawer he says you know you know does it have to be beautiful to last or does you know it, it's you know it's something along those lines I said it's my favorite line but I don't even remember but yeah he basically says does something have to be beautiful to last what is that or, in reference to is that to humanity it's to, yeah humanity things like that like he sees talking the about people, humanity yeah Ultron just, just wants the, he doesn't care he doesn't, right. he doesn't see anything 
in, in them. In yeah, visions like intrigued by them. You know? He's like they're flawed, but they're oh no! I I think even deeper. He's more like something along the lines of yes, we'll get to your great line, but it's <laughs> but it's like I, it's a pleasure. They're not perfect. They're not strong, but it's and 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 uh, they're like Ultron's like, but they're doomed. Yeah, and then. Uh, Vision's and that's like, but it's a pleasure to know them, or, or yeah, a pleasure to be around them. Or yeah, something. and that's yeah. I think that's too when he makes that yeah response. That, you know, does it have to you know does something that lasts have to be, or does something beautiful have to last? Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is a great. Well, most beautiful things don't last. Yeah. I mean, you look at a flower or a butterfly or whatever, and yeah. it, you know everything has a life cycle. And I guess you know, I guess humanity is doomed. Probably. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we're a bunch of idiots. So, <laughs> it's very true. But well, you, and I like this idea too. Is just how I guess we already touched on that. Just how humanity has destroyed the earth, and you know, has destroyed everything. And, but yeah, but do you kill a butterfly because it's not going to live forever? Right. No, I mean, right. it's beautiful. You appreciate a butterfly for what it is. Right. You, if if you think of yourself as that the larger being, like a human looks at a butterfly, mm-hmm. you cherish it. You hold it in your hands. You don't crush it because it's weaker than you, or because it has a problem or a flaw. So yeah. Um, it's all about butterflies. Yeah, it's all it's all about the butterflies. <laughs> so yeah, I love that final conversation with Herman Ultra. And the movie, the part I hate most about this film. Oh well, I didn't even know you so had a negative thing to say about that. You're battling me on everything. No, I've I said haven't. I well, agreed with you. It's really good. And this guy said. The, the, the. Um, so Quicksilver <laughs> dies from sacrificing himself, which which is cool. Thank you. Which I hate that one line. Uh, even though I like Hawkeye and I like Jeremy Renner, but that one line where he's like, I could kill him and no one would know. It just seemed forced and corny. But um, Yeah, I agree. Quicksilver sacrifices himself, which yeah. is a cool sacrificial death. Nice. You know, it's, it's, it's cool. And then, you know, Scarlet Witch is obviously distraught by it. And I like how she, you know, lets out her powers and just destroys everything around her. And she gets to Ultron laying there, one of his robots. She gets you know, one of the main it. things. Yeah. And... You know, you want to know how it feels, you know, what you did to my brother. Just rips his heart out. You didn't like that? You didn't care for that? That didn't do much for you? Why does he have what a, does he care, Why right? does he have an... Yeah, why, why does he have an anatomy robot heart? Don't know. And how would he you. feel that, too? <laughs> why would he care? And she says, do you want to know how that feels? Rips out his heart and then says, that's how it feels. It's just like a robot-shaped heart. And even that wasn't that even was the... Because... Well, as we know, I mean, as one dies, another replaces. So, yeah, that one just dies. Yeah. And then he just transferred to yeah. the yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that just was silly. That was cheesy, me. but that was just one of many cheesy moments. Really, but that's for okay. me though. I mean, the actual robot heart, like, and even had like big arteries. Well, out she of it. was trying to say, you know, you she well, my heart out. But, yeah, I know what she was well, trying but, to say, but but Ben, this is a this is a comic oh, book audience. <laughs> Stick it up for Well, me. I'm not sticking up for the movie. I'm sticking up for the delivery here because this is popcorn at this point, you know. And the audience will isn't caring. I understand that, Dave. I understand that. <laughs> just like the audience doesn't care. They just want to see more Hulkbuster. I'm just trying even to fight though, with you, yeah. I know. I know. I love but I so agree. Much. It was a bit cheesy. And I, yeah. I, I, it's, it's total pandering to a shallow audience. But that's what I like, think. I like the idea of that scene and how it should have resonated. But to me, it's just I couldn't get past that. Like, Yeah, because why does he have a... Yeah, yeah, why, yeah. Like, are machines made that way? Dude, like, does my you know lawnmower have a heart inside of it? I don't know. <clears throat> have you reached in and grabbed it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I actually does. don't own an, a lawnmower. <laughs> I have a lawn guy. First world problems. Um, I don't have either. <laughs> oh yeah, because I rent the townhome. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it, it's a it it you know it's a good movie. I don't it's, know. It's good. It's okay. It's a, I'd say it's okay. Okay. It's an okay movie. It's um, not. I don't know that it's good. I'm trying to think is there the any, Avengers any... was a good movie. Yeah. yeah, the Avengers is a movie I would tell anyone to watch. Right, Age of Ultron. I don't know that I, so much. I don't feel the same way. Do you got a rating on this thing? Um, yeah, uh, two point five stars and three and a half buckets of popcorn. I am very close to you. Uh, now, the Avengers, we both had three stars and four buckets, right? Yep. We, we're both in solid agreement there. I'm a little less than stars. I got two stars. And three and a half buckets. It's, I'm surprised he has three and a half buckets with I, the, I do think it, the complaining of the length and the complaining of the Hulkbuster scene. But if I, th- <laughs> but it, but if I just think, well, yeah, the, I mean that's more star. That's more star criticism. The blowing up is fine. I mean, I'll watch two hours of things exploding, which is kind of what this movie does for a while. So it's entertaining in that sense. Yeah. But in terms of plot, character stuff, and just filmmaking, I don't know. It's not that great. <laughs> it's just okay. Yeah. I'm I'm not mad at the movie. I would have liked a better villain. And again, I, AI threat is real, but through a James Spader talking, making yeah. wisecracks at you know, I'm never afraid of this of this robot ever. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, I, I'm never worried about it. I know it's going to resolve at some point. Loki, I'm afraid of. Right. So I hope that in Infinity War. Again, because this is a, basically a two-parter. They, the, the next one's called something else. It's a year from now, so it's coming out a year later. Uh, part two is of Infinity War. Um, so I'm hoping... Oh, Infinity War is not... Yeah, it's a two-parter. It's a one part... Oh, wow. But it's not... The next one's not called Infinity War Part 2. It's called... It's going to be called something else, and we don't know yet. Well, we'll get some... So something will happen in Infinity War that will... Well, it's a war, right? So yeah. there'll be a war. Well, because I guess someone tweeted not. that they're scared that... You know why hasn't the new title for the Avengers next year come out yet? And then the director tweeted, "You should be scared." So it's obviously going to be some sort of uh, he, he, this guy. Just be excited. Be a fanboy. Be well, scared be, of what? What am I scared well, of? It's probably what? I don't know. Just the, <laughs> what am I afraid of here? Okay. I mean, it's just a freaking movie. I mean, what why the, do you cry in so, certain movies? Because why do you they, you know why do you feel they a show something way? about the human condition? But Thanos, yeah. had a, you know. On a Saturn moon or whatever isn't making me okay, but so <laughs> what, do, do we think we're gonna get some resolution to this Infinity War or is this gonna end in a cliffhanger? This first one probably will be a cliffhanger. Uh, so we're gonna get a whole. Th- oh God. But then we'll have to wait a year for the next. We're one. gonna get two and a half hours of, you know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I hope I, that not. you're asking me, but I don't know if that's gonna I be. Mean, the I just want to get a good can movie. You pl- here. Can you please see it in the theater? You have movie pass. Why wouldn't you see it in the theater? I'm gonna go see the equivalent of Tomb Raider. <laughs> Two weeks. I don't know whatever's coming out. Just see it in the theater. I probably will. Well, I haven't seen Black Panther. I can't oh, get the wife right. to go. She, she won't See, go. So that's probably the main, the main problem. Though, I don't want right? to go by myself. I love going to the movies by myself. Not oh. that I don't love going with my wife, too, but I'm just saying. It's, it's hard to like find a, the time. Well, you got, like actually, a, you got kids, and yeah, I guess I, I should be the one who should be having the time. But yeah, I don't know. This guy. <laughs> but Age of Ultron. It's it's a fun movie. It's entertaining. Well, what's the good... Okay, so uh, let's, let's, forget my, let's forget the critiques. Let's forget the filmmaking stuff. Let's just talk about plot-wise. What's moving us from Avengers... To Infinity War in this movie. What did we learn here? We learned about the Infinity Stones. I we, think, yeah, mostly. we learned more about the Infinity Stones. Um, obviously, with Thanos at the end saying he'll do it in himself. Basically, okay. he's. We know now he's going to be involved. He was um, just wanted to sit in his chair and let other people do the work. And now right. he's like, I'm no, going to do it myself. Yeah. Which he puts when, on the gauntlet. Is an interesting. Um, 
ending for this movie because it's like the Ultron stuff didn't happen because of him. It wasn't, you know, him trying to take Doesn't down the Avengers. It seem like it really has anything to do with Unless it, right? he was able to manipulate the stone that Ultron was made from. I don't know, but uh, oh well, maybe he thought that Ultron would take control of the Earth. And yeah, that's he true. Would, like, he yeah. would take control of Ultron. Yeah, and just get the stone. Yeah, maybe whatever yeah. the little yellow one. Yeah, uh, he has. So that's is that is, is it a stone plot moving along thing? Yeah, I mean, what else it's is going plot. on here? I mean, because I mean, if you were talking about the next movies that came out after this, no, but not that. Just just let's just talk about these three movies. Uh, on themselves, so so Avengers, the first one, the second, and then yeah, Age of Ultron. What did we get in the second one that sets us up for this third one? Oof, I mean, again, we, we so uh, Thor's vision, right? Iron Man's vision. Now Iron Man sees everybody dead, right? Yeah, Thor but like sees in like on like that throne that we see on that rocky area that we see in Guardians of the Galaxy that... Oh, okay. Um, see, I couldn't tell where they were. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like it was right where Thanos was in Guardians of the Galaxy, that whole weird, On the rocky, like, rocky floating thing? Yeah. yeah. And he's just on this throne sitting there. Is that what uh, you think? Okay. That's where it seemed like that was. Thor um, goes back to Asgard, right? Yeah, with the... Uh, and he sees four Tesseract. stones. Yeah. No, he doesn't go back to Asgard. He goes to the... Oh, well, I Sars thought he Gar saw guy. the. Uh, what? Wait, wait, but he goes. They go. It's like on Earth that he's there. He's on Earth, and then the vision he gets is at Asgard. Yeah, that's and what I mean. That's what when he goes in the pool. That's hinted at Ragnarok. Right. That's what. That's all. Oh, so I don't. Towards. I haven't seen this, so I can't. Say. Right. Yeah. The uh, which Ragnarok seemed like it was going to be darker than it really was, but it wasn't. Um, and uh, the Guardian that he meets, um, what's his name, um, Idris Elba, the character saying. Killed everyone. Yeah, exactly. You've killed. Yeah, he's blind now and things like that. So that's, but that's all hinting towards Ragnarok. Okay, so that's all that was. That had nothing. So to do that with doesn't have anything to do with upcoming. Okay. So yeah, this movie. So you don't think Thor's vision was, was anything there? We didn't learn anything from that. No, just that now we know that Thor knows that these stones are exist and they're are important. yeah. You know, they didn't know that they're superheroes and they didn't know that there are six stones and right. But then we learned that from somebody. Somebody told us about the six stones in some movie. Um, Guardians had something about the stones, especially the power oh, stone. Oh, like Benicio Del Toro like, tells us. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. So, but yeah, this specific movie. Didn't, so what are we ready? <laughs> so I think you're looking at you know, I need to see this whole as a broad unit, not as yeah, not as, as the whole movies. universe. Yeah, because Doctor Strange introduces a stone. Um, oh wow! So yeah, this the, Doctor Strange has the time stone. Um, yeah, I saw, got, I saw that movie, but I don't remember all of that. Guardians the two, of that. Thor three, and Spider Man don't really have; they're just their own movies. Well, how does um, an, how does an audience have any idea? How does a casual audience have a clue what's going on here? I don't think they really need to. Okay, I mean, I'm a, I'm not you know? I'm not a moron. I've yeah. seen almost all of these movies, and I'm still not sure. You saw Doctor Strange, so you know what's going on. I You'll, yes, but. I, I think you if I don't remember before the, don't you see stone, huh? I don't even remember the stone stuff. I didn't know it was significant to something coming later. I assume Infinity War will explain. We'll have some exposition. I I honestly do. I don't think they can just assume that everyone's seen all eighteen of these movies. <laughs> okay, you know, especially because it's called Avengers: Infinity War. Like I, that, that's what I was. People thinking. who just want to watch the Avengers movies, like I'm sure they'll have. So yeah. Just... So how do we go from the very first Avengers, which is a smash hit, to this Infinity Infinity War thing? I mean, how do you bridge that gap? 
Are we just going to assume think, that people are just going to pile into theaters and who cares? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? Be, yes. So it's you know. as simple as that. Thankfully, people like me aren't the norm. Man, <laughs> you guys are trying to sell the me. We're going to take this off air. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm just trying to get a sense here for at least the listeners that don't. Yeah. Maybe they don't have. I a, think you're making it bigger than it really is, though. I mean, it's we're it's just going to watch it. It's if you want to watch the, all 18 of these movies, you I can don't. now. <laughs> You can now know that it's all, you know, it's all melded together. It's all, you know, whatever. But also, you can just watch one. Like, watch if you want to go just watch Black Panther, and you've never seen any of these 17 others, it's okay, you can. It's standalone. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man 2. Uh, even if you, go watch oh, just the, if you go watch just the first Avengers, you could just watch that. It's just like, okay, these characters exist, and they get together, and they fight evil. You yeah, know? Well, yeah. yeah I you, guess so. you can. I mean... It's, Homecoming was certainly a standalone. The Avengers would be without liking Iron Man, but I guess it would be okay. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah, all right. Just like not everything has to well, be an origin story. Like the, this Spider-Man Homecoming can be a standalone movie. We didn't get really his origin film. story. You yeah. know, we didn't get what you know, how he became Spider-Man and how how does he know Tony Stark? We know he knows Tony Stark because he's in this program well, from and, Civil War. Actually, well, that. But I think you can. How did he get there from Civil War? What do you mean? Where did Spider-Man come from? He before that. Civil War, I think. That's where we, isn't that where he first yeah, shows up? Yeah, I don't up? know. Tony, yeah, Tony Stark somehow knows about him okay. and knows that he's Spider-Man. <laughs> Tony Stark's the only one in the nervous universe that knows. All right, him. let me let me transition before we before we wrap here. Let me transition to just asking you, what what are you looking for for Infinity War? I'm looking for something. I want some something kind of dark. I don't want it to be totally gruesome and and you know, just Well, they're not because hopeless. they want to get they want to get little Bradens in the I want the to, seats. Yeah, exactly. I want it to be somewhat uh resolved with somewhat of a cliffhanger. Like I don't like cuz I know the next movie's coming. What? I want well, this there, has there's to, probably an aspect of the story that will be resolved, but then another aspect about the that'll be left yes, that'll be left open. I don't think uh, Thanos will have all Infinity Stones by the end of this movie. Well, if he does, I then... think yeah, exactly. I think he'll still need a couple before the end. So we know that he has two, right? Right, and he's four. One of them is in is in uh, Vision's head. Yep, Vision's head. Um, Where are the we rest? know the tesseract I think is on Asgard. He doesn't which have as yeah. He doesn't have a tesseract? Hmm? No. Did, no, he, no he has nothing. Well, he, well Thanos has two stones, I thought. No, remember we already we discussed this. Remember I'm sorry. I I said I think he'll he will gather those two stones we saw in the trailer. Oh. He'll gather those already in the movie. That's when he's already oh, gathered I them see. Okay, in, within gotcha. the movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Um but uh Okay. So we're just gonna have to see what happens here. Exactly. I, maybe I will see this in the theater because now Please I'm, do. I'm just curious. You have movie pass. What? What's like I you said? Have no I'll, excuse. I'll go see something stupid. You instead. have no excuse. I'll go see the worst movie ever <laughs> in place of it. All right, <laughs> do your thing. I haven't seen Black Panther yet, and it's not even that I don't want to. I just did. You like Black Panther and Civil War? You didn't like Civil War though. Uh, Civil War was it was okay. Yeah, I, that one maybe worth maybe worth doing. No, I liked um, who's the guy who plays the. Uh, no, that was Winter Soldier. Yeah, I don't know. Civil War is different. We'll see. There was one big action scene that I liked. After that, eh, you know. Well, that's how you are with every comic book movie. <laughs> I really like this, but you know, the rest of you know. That's kind of um, how I feel. Yeah. You know, it's whatever. Maybe I'll come along. But yet you're all about Kingsman. It's the same damn thing. Kingsman's fun. Yeah, so were these movies. Kingsman's fun without needing you know, a million 
I think you're like, you're making this bigger than it. Like you you, you think you need these other movies and okay. these other connections when you really don't. Like well, I, you could you could have you saw Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is a standalone movie. It was. All but three, now I don't even all remember. three Thor movies are standalone movies. All three Iron Man movies are standalone movies. You can just see the th- yeah. Thor. You can see the Thor trilogy. You can see the Iron Man trilogy. You can see the Captain America trilogy. But oh. I'm thinking back to Doctor Strange, and I don't even remember the Infinity Stone section of that movie. I, I mean, I remember yeah, him doing I, stuff, I, I but I don't... I only saw it once in the theater. I need to watch it again. I only um, saw it once, yeah. like, on Blu-ray. But I know yeah. the one is the I remember liking stone. it. Yeah. I, I like. I remember liking the whole thing of him as, him being, like, a surgeon and all that stuff. Yeah. That was really cool. It was very dark. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah, I liked it, too. And Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch did a lot better than I thought he would. Me, too. Yeah. I was impressed by him. Let's let these folks go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me at Dave underscore Quist. I am at BCCord. Follow us on uh, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Follow us on iTunes. Follow us on YouTube, a.k.a. subscribe. Leave comments. Let's talk. Let's have conversations about these movies. Yeah, please talk to us about the movies. Suggest movies for us to analyze. Subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes. (laughs) There we go. All right, folks. That's it for us. Whatever, you know. I got cups. He's got cups. I got my lightning hat on. The time of this recording is game one of round one. I'm a diehard Red Wings fan, but I live in Tampa, and you know I'd like to see them do good. He's a Detroit guy. Remember he told you about Plymouth, Michigan, and oh yeah, that's right. Remember? All right, folks. For Davo, I'm Ben Secord, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. I've been waiting for this whole movie. At the movie.